Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zazlo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. 
888-789-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna John Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. All right, welcome. Another edition of It's Still Real to Me, Zaslow Show 2.0, always presented by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. If you got any kind of personal injury, you are dealing with however the accident came about, motorcycle, car, maybe a boating accident, slip and fall, whatever it is. I'm sending you to Anna Jarn Levine accident attorneys because they're going to take care of all the stuff outside of you getting healthy. That's that's your business. You got to make sure you get healthy and you recover. Let them take care of all the other extracurricular stuff and get you the money that you deserve. Anna Jarn Levine accident attorneys, 800-747-3733. My pal is Joey Levin. He is hanging out with us here. You are in Texas. So, folks, 
who are watching on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Zaslow Show. Uh, you, you do not have a pretty background. You have a very boring background. Good morning, Joey. Yeah, good morning. And I, I have a raspy voice. I'm a little bit hungover. I'm full, I have a belly full of uh, Texas barbecue. But I'm we got to give the people what they want. So here we are. And it is appropriate, I guess, that I'm in Austin, even though I did get here 24 hours after the biggest show of the week. And I'm ex- but I'm excited because I think for the first time since Zaslow Show 2.0 started, I'm more excited to talk about AEW this week than WWE. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So we'll do we'll, we'll we'll do we'll do start out. We usually go WWE, then AEW. We'll start out AEW this week. We'll mix it up. All right. But first, I want to tell you about last night. So I went to Impact Wrestling last night. First time I've ever been to Impact. All right. It was here in Pembroke Pines. So I mean it's five minutes away from where I live. Everybody knows I run Cooper City. Cooper City is very close to Pembroke Pines. And they, they they had their show last night, and they got another show coming tonight, Saturday night, Winter Warfare, AE, uh, AE, Winter Warfare Impact Wrestling. I've never been to Impact. And so what happens is, and I don't know a ton, you know, I don't follow Impact, and they taped, by my count, they taped three shows last night that we went to, and they're probably Jeez. taping two or three more tonight. So you got to see... You know, all their main guys appeared twice throughout the course of the night. And so, like, I'm explaining to my son, you know, because, like, there's one segment where, uh, uh, you know, homeboy gets his ass kicked. And then he, he's back out 30 minutes later, like nothing happened. So I had to explain to my son what's going on here. I, I took my younger son. Hmm. I had to explain to him. All right, they're taping different episodes here. So what's happening? He's like, oh, Okay. So then it made sense to him. Like, why are they not referencing that he just got carried out on a stretcher, you know, 30 minutes ago? So, yeah. So so they taped, I think, three episodes of Impact last night. We had a great time. We were in the front row. I, so I imagine we'll be on TV a bunch. It's not we weren't opposite the hard camera. We were off to the the, the left side of the hard camera, which would be the right side of the entrance. I imagine we'll be on camera a bunch. But we were in the front row. It was a lot of fun. I mean, they essentially make the auditorium into like a TV studio. You know, uh, there's it's only a few hundred people who are there, you know. And I mean, it's packed for the seats that they, you know, have set up. But it's only a few hundred people. It's essentially a TV studio setup. And they taped, I think, three shows last night that we're at. So if you tune into Impact on Axis, you know, uh, me and my son, we're going to be front row dead center the next three weeks worth of episodes. I'm pretty sure is what you're going to wind up seeing. Uh, do, like, like, do, when's the last time you watched Impact Wrestling? Do you know what's going on over there? I um, honestly, I think the last time I watched Impact was when WWE started cutting a bunch of people, and there was like all the rumors of where all these they got a bunch uh, of WWE wrestlers that were cut. Were yeah. It, it was I probably like maybe two years ago, I think maybe a year and a half when like Matt Cardona and all those guys started getting cut. Yeah. And I was like, there was all these rumors like what companies are they going to show up in? And there was like rumors like this guy's going to show up in Impact. This guy's going to show up in Impact. So I watched it then. But yeah, you 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 actually answered one of my follow ups, which is 
like I didn't even know what channel impact was on. Access, so that yeah. was, that was my first, yeah, that was my first follow-up. And then my other one was like, who did you get last night? Like what, what was like the biggest, like what was the best yeah. match and what, like, who were the guys? Like who, well, who would I, who so, would I so even there, remember? Like I, I, I follow wrestling pretty thoroughly. So I know who was there, but I, who did you get last night? Well, so they're, they're clearly, they're building toward this pay-per-view. All right. So the main story, there are two main stories. All right. The first main story, the women, I guess you got Jordan Grace, who is their champion, who, who I think is, I think she's really great. You got Jordan Grace who's their champion and she's, yeah, she's cool. Yeah. yeah. And she's going to be fighting Mickey James. All right. I think it's like a retirement match potentially for Mickey James. If she loses, that, that, she has to retire. I mean, that, that would make sense. Mickey James has been around for a long time. So I think that's the big story going on there. And they were in a tag match last night. And of course, at the end of the tag match, there was a discrepancy and it ends with Mickey James super kicking Jordan Grace. (laughs) And now they're mad at each other. And so it's all building up toward that show and they're fighting for the title. The other big story is so Bully Ray, who was on Zaslow show 2.0 this week, you can go back and listen. Probably one of my favorite wrestling spots I've done. He was excellent. So you can go back and listen to Bully Ray on my show a few days ago. He's challenging the world champion at this pay-per-view, Josh Alexander, the walking weapon, who gives me a lot of Kurt Angle, the wrestling machine vibes. I feel like it's it's a very yep. similar character there. He comes down, not that Kurt Angle did this, but Josh Alexander wears the wrestling headgear. So I had to explain to my son mm-hmm. why he wears that and what cauliflower ear is, you know. But if, if you don't know much mm-hmm. about Josh Alexander, he's clearly a badass. And it reminds me very much, like I said, of Kurt Angle, the wrestling machine. Yeah, he's like one of their top guys, right? Because he's one of those guys that it seems like for for a few years, there's been rumors like, will he leave Impact and go somewhere bigger? Because he's right. he's really good. He's I don't know a good. ton about him, but it feels like he's one of those guys that there's always like these rumors out there. Like, will he ever end up in like the the big time? Not he's, that Impact's not yeah. big time, but yeah. you know what I mean? He's, he's pretty good. So the main event that we saw last night, and again, I mean, you know, spoiler alerts, it's going to air in like two weeks, I guess. Uh, he fought Moose. <laughs> you know, right. You know, he fought Moose. Moose is cool. I like Moose. I like he, Moose, dude. He is, yeah, he I is like a Moose. big guy. And I don't even necessarily mean like, like as far as yeah. weight. He is I think he played tall. in the NFL. He played in the he NFL. Did. I think he played for the Patriots. Uh, I, I've had him on my show like a yeah. year or two ago. I think he played for Belichick and the Patriots. But it was Moose versus Josh Alexander. Yeah. So that was cool. So the main build on the men's side is Bully Ray is challenging Josh Alexander. But on top of it, Bully Ray has got this, he's got this story going on with Tommy Dreamer and they're feuding and their friendship is over. And of course it's crossing over into busted open and they, and and they reference how we're, we're going to still do the radio show together, but we are not friends anymore. And, and it ended with uh, uh, a bunch of chair shots and a ladder shot on Tommy Dreamer and Bully Ray. He practically killed him last night. Bully Ray and Tommy Dreamer feuding on wrestling television in 2022. That's right. That wasn't on my that was not on my bingo card. But hey, you know what? I guess for the people who were around to watch that era, it's probably pretty cool to see it in person. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I mean, look, Tommy Dreamer. You know, I'm, I'm. You know, age has gotten to him a little bit. All right, uh, but Bully Ray looks fantastic. 
I mean, oh, like, yeah. he, I, yeah. maybe the best shape of his life looks fantastic. Mm. So th- those yeah, were the I mean, main storylines. Yeah, I remember it was a few years back in in Impact where he kind of became like an, a legit solo yep. competitor and like got jacked. Yep. Like, like because he used to be fat. Like the Dudley Boys were just like kind of fat back when they were in like their big run, like even their ECW days. But he, yeah, he he looks like he's still pretty jacked. That's so, cool. Yeah. So those were the two. Those are the two main stories, and the you know, yeah. especially the the Tommy Dreamer. Uh, Bully Ray, Josh Alexander stuff. That was a running theme throughout the entire night. Because, like I said, yeah. I think they taped three episodes. So, gotcha. uh, yeah, yeah. So we had a great time. It was fun, man. Cool. Yeah, I'm glad. You, also, I'm glad you brought it up because I did want to do a quick uh, correction on myself from last week's episode, which was when we were talking about you going to the show. I said that's cool because you might get to see FTR. I was mistaken. FTR only has three titles. They only have the Ring of Honor, AAA, and IWGP titles. They don't have the Impact titles. I don't think they've ever had the Impact titles, but I'm having trouble keeping track of all of the titles that FTR has. So I said on the show last like last week, like, you might get to see them. I was wrong. I should make note as well. That reminds me. Probably, I mean, Josh Alexander versus Moose was very good. Best match of the night was for the Impact Tag Team Championship. It was Heath and Rhino. They're the champions. Uh, spoiler alert. They were the champions. They defended the belts against Motor City Machine Guns. And I know who those guys are because they appeared in AEW, you may remember, uh, yeah. like like a couple months ago. What was that? The crossover. It's like Chris, right? it's like Chris Sabin and um, what's the other guy's name? I don't remember the other guy. I don't know their names, they, but those guys are awesome. Awesome and also been around for a long time. Man. Really? Good. I mean, really been a long. I mean, Chris Sabin. I, I think Chris Saban was Impact Champion like years ago, years ago. So those yeah. guys are super cool. Motor City Machine Guns against Heath and Rhino. That was a great match last night. And Motor City Machine Guns have some other belts. I was trying to read what the belt said. I couldn't tell which belts they had, but now they got both belts because they won the Impact Championship last night. The the professional wrestling landscape is fascinating right yeah, now. Yeah, it's so that there's man. there's so much there's just so much. Yeah, like I just talked about how FTR are in a company and have three other title belts that aren't even for that. company. They rarely fight for the AEW. I know they did, and we'll, we'll get to it. They they actually fought right. for them this week, but they rarely fight for AEW. Yeah, and but it's like they have three title belts for a companies that they don't even technically work for full time. And right. now you're saying how motor city, motor city machine guns now have multiple title belts for companies. Like there's it's, it's cool for these guys because I would say probably up until the last decade, you couldn't actually make a living doing what those guys are doing. Like just kind of bouncing around in Indies and like smaller promotions, but it kind of shows uh, the health of the industry. I guess you could say that these guys could like, really do well in these other like smaller promotions there's enough of an appetite that people are watching this because I, I i i wouldn't have i wouldn't have had any idea so we had a great time anyone who went last night absolutely got their money's worth like i said you saw three episodes worth the show overall was about three and a half hours you know just non-stop i mean it's since they're taping it there's no commercial breaks and yeah it was it was a lot of fun and you know we were sitting in the front row but Wherever you're sitting there, worst case scenario, 
you're in the third row. So everyone, everyone was up close. (laughs) It was, it was really fun. I enjoyed it. Um, If you're listening right now, it's still real to me and it's not Saturday evening yet. You go pick up your tickets right there. Pembroke Pines, Charles at Dodge city center, super affordable. You can go check that out. Yeah. Uh, And then also, but on the topic of like how awesome wrestling is right now, you can go to that tonight. Or you can hang out. You can watch NXT Deadline. You can watch Ring of Honor Final Battle, which, by the way, I've been talking shit about Ring of Honor Final Battle, but that card looks sick. Yeah. Like, I probably won't catch it live, but there are matches on it that I will walk, go back and watch. And what? so what time is NXT Deadline? That's it. I know Ring of Honor is in the afternoon, right? Yeah, I think they don't want to run at the same time as Deadline. So I think they're well, is it running UFC a little tonight early. also? UFC is tonight. And that's it. Wow. Spoiler Spoiler alert. Well, I guess not spoiler alert. There will be a UFC-ish headline in Big Dirt, not a Big Dirt. Okay. I, there's a lot of combat sports going on. My goodness. I what, it's too much going I I got the Heat and the Panthers playing this afternoon also. Uh, there's <laughs> there's too much going on today. Thank God there's no college football. Uh, all right. Yeah, so there, there's a lot happening here today. All right. So, yeah, yeah. really good time. Thanks to Ross Four Minute Impact for setting me up the last week with with wrestlers and for uh for the tickets last night. I appreciate those guys. So let's talk about Dynamite. All right, AEW okay. Dynamite this week was really good, and it's funny because my younger son said to me the last AEW show we went to was Revolution back in March, which was great and amazing. Though William Regal debuted in March, and we are in December, and he is officially out. Like that's. That's a legit thing. William Regal is done with Insane, AEW. Right? Yeah, so he was only there for nine months almost. Uh, but anyway, so my, my son even turned to me. He goes, I feel like AEW's lost a little bit of steam. I said, you're right. I think so, too. But this this Wednesday. Your son gets, your son gets it, doesn't he? He really, Yeah, I mean, right, right. Because I, 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 he, he has a good pulse. Maybe he should be co-hosting. So, so this past Wednesday, though, I thought was an excellent episode of AEW Dynamite, there were two things first and foremost that that stood out. The first one, which had the entire wrestling world abuzz, was, okay, we know Ricky Starks is the number one contender now. He's going to fight MJF, but that promo was the good shit. So Ricky, Ricky Starks won the Battle Royal. MJF comes out, and now, all right, well, you know, last time you, you saw like an up-and-coming guy who is face-to-face with a microphone against MJF was Wheeler Yuta, right? And, and MJF just, you know, took his lunch money. And so now <laughs> let's, let's see what Ricky Starks has got going on. And this, this was a must-see promo segment. It was trending all over the place. And Ricky Starks, if you didn't know before, Ricky Starks just became a star this past Wednesday night. It's, it's you know... I don't want to do this whole like I knew I knew I know whatever but like I remember when he debuted in AEW. The Cody Rhodes was doing the TNT title open challenge where guys from the indies were he was giving anyone who shows up from any company can come in and challenge for this title. And I believe it was the very first time when he did that Ricky Stark showed up. No idea who this guy is. Right. But there was just something about him and I was like damn this guy's got this guy's got something um, I don't know what it is. I mean, MJF kind of referenced it in his promo, which was he he did give me like rock vibe, like young, like rock vibes. Um, but 
he, but again, he's one of these guys that has kind of been like toiling away uh, in AEW. He was with Taz, he was with the team Taz for a while, and he and he feuded with Brian Cage, who's who's kind of like toiling away. So we we haven't gotten a real chance. And to be honest, like we kind of thought Ricky Starks being the number one contender was just like a throwaway to get him to like a bigger thing. And I and I think you're right. I, I, unless Tony Khan figures out a way to not capitalize on this the promo may have changed some plans maybe like the promo the promo itself was trending people were tweeting about it uh i saw i saw saw memes like we're opening the podcast we're we're genuinely in earnest opening the podcast talking about it obviously we talked about impact but like we're opening the podcast talking about a ricky starks promo uh, that's got to change some things for AEW, I think. I saw memes out there, Joey, later that night, and it was a picture of Ricky Starks and MJF face-to-face, and right under it was a picture of Rock and Stone Cold face-to-face. <laughs> okay. I mean, okay. Uh, put maybe the cart before the horse a little but bit. But that's just <laughs> showing you that this was, yeah. this was a fire promo, mm. and, and I think, look, Ricky Starks is not beating MJF, all right? You got to keep the belt on MJF as long as you possibly can because we know he's their biggest star right now. But the the money is likely in the chase for Ricky Starks where just have him chasing and chasing and chasing. Look, it could be for over a year. I mean, however long, you know, but have him chasing and chasing. And that's a lot of times how you make the huge baby face star is in the chase, and that very well may be what they're going to wind up doing now with right. Ricky Starks. Yeah, and I'm glad they have it because, well, it, because it's it, it's pretty clear. At least it's clear to it seems pretty clear to me over the last couple of weeks that what they've truly been setting up is MJF and Brian Danielson, right, with the yeah. the regal attack yeah. and all that. But this buys them some time. They they can save that now. Like that could be down the road like they got him and Ricky Starks for a while yep um but and 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 also I will say this as as incredible as that promo segment was they're pretty lucky that it that it ended up like as good as it was because what the fuck is the dynamite diamond ring battle royal and why did they have a, t- a tournament to crown a number one contender when ricky starks is just gonna win both like I, yeah i gotta be honest happening? with you i didn't understand Wh- what's going on yeah like, I what is happening i was gonna ask you i didn't understand I don't know. what happened there <laughs> yeah i don't know either like we were talking like we already knew Ricky Starks was fighting MJF yeah. and then Ricky Starks is in the battle Royal and wins the battle Royal. So now he's the double number one contender. But then like, MJF we talking, also said when he got in the ring with him next week, I'm going to be the four. Yeah. He said yeah. next week, I'm going to become the four time. So I'm really confused. Is he, so is next week, like is next week, the, the, the match for the diamond ring. Like I what, don't know. Like, I don't know. It was, it was not explained. Yeah. I did not know. What Cause was remember, happening. No one does. I, and that was one of the things too. Like even in some of the stuff I was reading, like people were like, what's going on? Like, yeah. what's like, what does this mean? Like, yeah. and, and the, it, cause like last week when we were kind of previewing this week's show, which remember, I, I think we talked about like it, the card was stacked for, for just a regular dynamite. Um, we talked about how like, okay, so I guess now there's going to be two number one contenders. I thought Ethan page would be, a, would win it. And then, we talked about how like it's fine because MJF it's cool he'll have multiple people going after him and but no it's just 
It's all Ricky Starks. It's like, yeah, I, I don't understand so the weird. Royal. And the I don't promo the crushed ring. it. I, I, I just, I just know that MJF and Ricky Starks are fighting. I don't know how we got there. I don't know what these yeah. matches mean, but yeah. I, I, I know Ricky Starks and MJF are doing a thing. That's all I understand right now. <laughs> and, and and because the promo was so good. Yeah, it's fine. I guess it doesn't really matter because I guess it doesn't really matter. Like most people have probably already forgotten how convoluted the Dynamite Diamond Ring Battle Royal was. And even the beginning of MJF's promo where he references that he's going to win the diamond ring. <laughs> like it's like, but the promo right, so was so good. I think we're getting that next matter. week. That's what we're saying. We think we're getting the dynamite diamond ring battle Royal next week. We think that's happening. No, we got the dynamite diamond ring battle Royal, but I, I think MJF still has the diamond ring because he's a former winner. And I, I it seems to me that next week's match is for the AEW title and the ring. All right. That's a lot happening. Okay. All right. I, that's uh, oh, that is based off of the one line that a that uh MJF had where he said I'm going to be the four time winner. Because, All like, right. They have not they have not referenced anything other than that. Like they had no again. I'm not going to keep shitting on the announced team. Announced team didn't break the announced team didn't break it down. Nobody gave us any information. I like, shouldn't be left. watching and be totally confused. I, I understand pro wrestling. I shouldn't be watching and be totally confused. I had multiple people who were like, what is this? Like, you're not the only one. <laughs> multiple people, a guy that I work with, someone texted me, like, what is the diamond ring? Like, what's happening? Yeah. But then almost immediately after that, they're like, Ricky Starks is a star. This guy's right. awesome. Right. It so, like, it. they yeah. covered it up with a great with a great segment. Yeah. The other thing that yeah. really stood out to me from Dynamite, the main event, all right? That was the whole reason. Like, I, I turned it on to watch the main event live. That was the whole reason I was super excited all day reading up to Dynamite was because this, this main event is going to be fantastic. The acclaimed versus FTR for the tag team titles. And holy shit, that crowd was hot as hell for the entrance of both of those teams. Like both teams are so over. FTR's, crowd- FTR's music is awesome. I love FTR's music. Yeah. Like, it's really cool. It's like yeah. 80. It's got like an 80s yeah. vibe. Like there's just Heck, something they're, they're about like them. They're like an old just, school so tag cool. team. Yeah. yeah. So FTR, yeah. the crowd was on fire for them when they came out. The acclaimed, the crowd was on fire for them when they came out. Uh, and I, I think the right team went over because the acclaimed are just, they're so damn hot. They're, they're on fire. The crowd loves them. You know, a lot of times the crowd loves you during the chase. And then when you win the belts, like, all right, where do we go from here? That'll happen with the baby faces. You got to keep those belts on, on the acclaimed. As long as the crowd loves them the way that they love them, you got to keep it moving. Yeah. And it's, it's what AEW should be doing, which is using the older, more relevant tag team who by the way they're not that old but they're just and they're also like one of the best if not the best tag team in the world to and elevate this homegrown they lose genuinely homegrown team to uh, even higher heights it, it's it, it's awesome and the match was great uh the crowd was crazy from start to finish uh you know they're friends again at the very end uh it, it was a fantastic match just I, i'm we all know how good ftr is I was really impressed with the acclaimed because, I mean, you go back even just a year ago, and I'm 
uh, all right, they got their shtick where they come out and they rap and, you know, uh, they, they got suspended for a week for something uh, sexual. I think that was said, you know, I remember the one time uh, hmm. and I'm like, all right, you know, so they're a little bit controversial, but whatever. And and now this, you know, fast forward like a year later, I'm like, I love seeing these guys. They're a main attraction. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Billy Gunn, too. I mean, they're probably not what they are without whatever he has whatever they decided when they brought him in daddy ass scissor me daddy ass is like one of the most over things in all of professional wrestling i mean even ftr is scissoring with them after the match it's like this 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 whole this whole scissoring gimmick has become i mean one of the top things in all professional wrestling it's 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 awesome they're they're great i mean they, they really are truly very very good the only other thing I have on Dynamite was that they did wrap William Regal. All right. So he is officially yes. done. I guess they, they were calling it that they have this. They had this interview in the can from two weeks ago from before William Regal turned on Moxley. And he was uh, delivering a message to Blackpool Combat Club. Minus Danielson. He was not at the show, but delivered a message to the other three guys in the ring that you always got to be one step ahead uh, and that's what I'm going to leave you with. So uh, I didn't I didn't know whether because AEW has been good at these kind of swerves. Like I gave the example of House of Black last week where I thought they were out. You know, you got Meltzer reporting he's done, but no, House of Black is totally still yeah. in. So AEW's done a good job of, 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 you know, misdirection with that kind of stuff. So I didn't know what to believe with William Regal. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they wrote him off. He is done yeah. with AEW. And I will. This is where I will credit to the announce to the announce team. They did reference that um, this that Daniel Bryan was not there because he's still at the bedside of William Regal because William Regal still recovering <laughs> from the attack. A week um, later, he's still yeah. bedside. And and the, and the the if you like in the promo in that message that William Regal cut like uh, shot with Tony Schiavone. He said in it, he's like, you will only see this if something bad happens to me. And I'm a pretty bad guy. So something bad might happen. Um, And my biggest thing from that was like, well, not from that. Like, yes, he's he's gone. He's going to WWE, according to rumors. Apparently, there's like a non-compete where he can't be on TV. So I don't know what that means. But I'm I'm assuming eventually he will be. I don't know. But, um, you know, my takeaway from all that, too, was like, Last week we were talking, like we were talking about, is John Moxley even in the Blackpool Combat Club? Does the Blackpool Combat Club even exist? They're making it sound then, like it still exists. Yeah, and I guess now he he was at he was at ringside for the you know for the Wheeler Yuta and Claudio Castagnoli. Not a match single and, guy is from Blackpool, but it's still going to be Blackpool Combat Club. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's a weird. It's a and then even Moxley's reaction afterwards, where Shivani was like, "What do you have to say?" Moxley was kind of like, "We love wrestling. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> right. like we love to wrestle, so we're gonna keep wrestling." I was like, "All right, thank cool, cool, Mox." Like, I, but yeah, he's gone. You know I mean? Regal's gone. Do you uh, you got anything else on Dynamite here? Those are the things that stood out. Um, yeah, well. Just to circle back on the FTR thing, the way the show ended was the announcement that the that FTR will be fighting the Briscoes at Ring of Honor Final Battle yeah. in a double dog collar match. Yeah. If you have it, by the way, if you haven't seen the Briscoes, people, holy shit! If you want to talk about an awesome tag team, the Briscoes are cool as hell. And I mean, I kind of hope they win. 
because that would mean we will get them on AEW television because of how much they incorporate Ring of Honor into AEW. Because the Briscoes are cool as shit, and that match is going to be intense. And that's that today, right? That's be, th- that's this afternoon. Yeah. That okay. is this afternoon for the Ring of Honor titles. The card itself is pretty loaded, like I said. Uh, I mean, you got all the AEW guys. You got Jericho yeah. fighting Claudio. You got Wheeler Yuta and Daniel Garcia. You got um, you got the Ring of Honor women's title, which I, I didn't even know existed. You, now you got the FTR versus the Briscoes. Is Samoa uh, Joe defending his belt? You got, you got Samoa Joe versus Juice Robinson, who, by the way, also very cool Bullet Club member, is now in AEW. So quietly a very good show. Don't think a lot of people will watch it because you, I think you have to pay for it. I think it's on Fight TV. I actually don't even know where you get it, um, but I will go back and watch highlights and try to watch some of the matches because I think it's going to be really good. The only other thing I had from Dynamite was the House of Black uh, vignette promo was sweet. Yeah, it was cool. House of Black is awesome. Yeah. And Alistair Black is absolutely yoked right now. I mean, let's get him involved in like, you know, a big, you know, I'd like him eventually to be involved in the title picture because the thing that I always liked about Aleister Black was he looks like a champion. He looks like he could kill you. He looks like, and 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 of course he does have that mixed martial arts background. He looks like he is a champion. And that was the thing I always liked about him when he was NXT champion. And I and I think more so now than before because I, maybe this is the first time where it stuck out to me. Um, but he looks absolutely jacked. And by the way, they're setting up they're setting up House of Black and the Elite. Uh, it, okay. Like that's that's pretty. I think that's pretty clear. Like last week, he attacked Brandon Cutler, and at, at like during so last week they had that lumberjack match. I think it was on Rampage. The Orange Cassidy he defended that title that he has. And um, then after the match, they attacked all the Lumberjacks. They beat the shit out of all the Lumberjacks. Brandon Cutler is one of the Lumberjacks. They slam him through a chair or a table. He sits down in a chair and gets in Brandon Cutler's face. And he says, the people that you associate with are a problem or something like that. And then they kind of replay that. that Okay, that's cool. So I think they're setting up House of Black. Uh, likely, I guess, probably when the Elite win these trios titles, maybe it'll be House of Black and the Elite, something like that, which I got no problems with that because uh, that that's awesome. They've been teasing Death Triangle breaking up for a long time, so I'm assuming maybe Pac will get like his singles run and we'll, go, we'll get House of Black and the Elite, which got no problems. No problems with that at all. That's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, no, that's it. Rampage last night, we found out that Hikaru Shida is now the number one contender to Jamie Hayter. Okay. That's inter- that's that's AEW news. Okay. She was defending that random title that she has last night on Rampage. But I guess also another thing that AEW just chose not to announce until I guess it happened, which was it was also for a number one contender. So now Hikaru Shida is the number one contender for okay. Jamie Hayter. All right. That's and I also that's saw a, that's my dynamite break. And, and real quick, I did see that Trent Seven pr- debuted last night. He yes. was uh, he was uh, w- what's his name? Uh, buddy, you were used to wear the bag over his head. Uh, Kip Sabian. He chose yeah. him to fight uh, mm. uh, Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy. Last night. So Trent Seven debuted, yeah. former uh, NXT UK uh, tag team champion. There you have it. Yeah. And he's he he's pretty cool. I mean, I, I from what I remember when he was in NXT UK, he was with he used to tag with Mustache um, Mountain with Tyler Bate. Right. Yes. Yes. Which one of them was big, strong boy? Is that Tyler Bate? Tyler Bates, Bates, the smaller of the two. 
Right, but then the crowd used to always like chant "Big Strong Boy." Big oh, Strong Boy, is that right? Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was one of the two of them. I think it's Tyler Bate because he's kind of like small, but they used to tell like chant "Big Strong Boy," which I always thought was a a pretty funny chant. All right, so real quick here, Joey, before we moved on to uh to to Raw and SmackDown for this week, uh, like you mentioned, NXT deadline is today, and I got to give thanks to my guy Victor. All right, my man Victor, loyal Zaslow Show 2.0 listener. He attends most of these NXT tapings, right? He lives not too far from there, I guess. In, uh, uh, I guess it's like the Winter Park area, right, near mm-hmm. Orlando. Um, and so he sends me a rundown, you know, of, of what happened. Sends me notes like I'm Dave Meltzer, all right? Hell sends yeah. me notes go, of what Victor. goes on at the shows. Right. Yeah, so I appreciate Victor. Uh, today is the, is the Iron Survivor stuff. Like, so the way that I understand it, it's for the, the men's number one contender and for the women's. Number one contender. Yes. So you got Axiom, Carmelo Hayes, Grayson Waller, JD McDonough, and Joe Gacy. And yep. for the women, you have Cora Jade, Indy Hartwell, who I love, Kiana James, Roxanne Perez, and Zoe Stark. And so if I understand this correctly, two wrestlers start the match. Every five minutes, a new wrestler enters. And at the end of the 25 minutes, Whichever wrestler right. has the most pinfalls wins mm-hmm. the match. If you get pinned, you have to sit in the penalty box for 90 seconds. But also, tell me, you know, if I understand this correctly, in this scenario, then, even though you're going to be super tired, you want to be one of the first two in the ring. Sounds like it. I was just going to say, it sounds like the, the person who comes in last is at a major disadvantage. Yeah. Okay. So, so they're coming in fresh, but I guess they got to try and rack up like a bunch of quick pinfalls. I guess, or uh, unless there just hasn't been many pinfalls because everyone's beating the shit out of each other. I right, guess. So look, uh, I got no uh, idea how that's going to go, uh, but you know that that sounds interesting. We never seen anything like it before, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my understanding is there was something similar to it a few years back, but not exactly with this rule set. So I think they're like kind of like bringing it back with some right. tweaks, um, but. Yeah, I mean, I think Indy Hartwell is going to win. It seems like the whole gimmick, or not gimmick, the whole storyline, so to speak, on NXT has been how she can't win the big one. Yeah. Um, like how the fans love her, but she just can't get over the hump. Love her. Um, that seems to be what they've been doing there. Um, the men's one, I, I don't, I actually don't really know. I, 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 if I, if I was going to make a pick, I would lean JD McDonough just because he's awesome. Um, and he seems like a star. So, and, and, and Braun Breaker needs a, a good heel, for, uh, if he's going to stay in NXT. So maybe I love Grayson Waller, but I, I don't know if they're going to put him in the title picture, but yeah, it, it'll be cool. I, right. I, I'm interested to see how that match goes. And I know New Day is Victor, fighting. I'm, and, and, and Victor will let us know. Yeah. And, and New Day is fighting. That, yeah. They're fighting for the, they're fighting for the tag title, the tag titles to be the, uh, triple crown tag champions. All right, there you have it. So that's that's tonight. Uh, let's get to Monday Night Raw here, Joey. So the show starts out with uh, uh, with Becky Lynch interrupting Bailey Damage Control's promo, but the, and so you know that was all. You know the two of them are going back and forth there. Okay, fine. But the main takeaway here is when Becky is leaving and I love when they do this cuz you know they they're starting the show off with the women's triple threat and they're setting up uh uh the the, the mm-hmm. winner of the two each women's triple threat are going to fight each other match. to then be next week 
to then become the number one contender. So Bailey's in the ring to start, and she's fighting this match with Rhea Ripley and Asuka. But Becky comes out first. Once Bailey's in the ring, they do their promo, they do their whole deal because we're, we are in a di- we are going in a direction where Becky and Bailey are going to feud, which I'm really pleased with because we talked about it a couple weeks ago where. Yeah, Bailey and Damage Control felt big again because they were doing a program with Becky Lynch at the start of last week. So I like that mm. we're doing that. But this is one of my favorite things that WWE does. And they, they didn't start it too long ago, within like the last year or two, where sometimes they have a wrestler who is leaving the ring and walking up the entranceway when the mm. superstar who's coming out for their match, their music hits, and they're coming down the aisle to start, and the two of them cross paths. I don't know when they started doing that. It's within the last year or two that that'll happen sometimes. Mm. I love when they do that, all right? And as a result, you got the stare down between Rhea and Becky, and I wanted to see that match right now. Like, right then and there, because, you know, Becky's the man, so she's a badass, and she's not afraid of anyone, except... In that moment right there, Rhea Ripley looked like the baddest woman in the history of the WWE. All right. And the two of them are face to face and Rhea wants to beat her ass. And Becky's not afraid of anybody. This was a tremendous stare down. I love the confrontations during the entrance theme. that are just the random walking past each other. And I can't wait for Becky versus Rhea. And I, look, I love Becky Lynch. Everybody loves Becky Lynch. But I'll tell you right now, when they have that match, I I hope Rhea kicks her ass. Like, that is going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm, I've been, they've been teasing this for, like, yep. it, it just seems like this is, you know, here's what's great. Uh, here's something that I find great about what they're doing with this women's division right now. Very and hot. For a while, for, for a while it was stale. And now, I don't know what the hell is going on, and it's great. Yep. Like, I don't think either of us going into Raw would have anticipated anything that happened in either of those matches, right? Um, I mean, I guess Bailey winning that match, you could sort of anticipated, but the rest of it, I don't think we could have seen a lot of what happened on Monday night coming, which is what, what you know, that's when wrestling's great. Um because because to me right now, like you're right, it does seem like they're going heading towards Bailey and Becky, but also it seems like they're very much right now heading towards Becky and Rhea Ripley, um, particularly because of how the matches ended up on Monday night. So it's all good. It's all well, good. I think the what we're thing- doing right now is you got to remember, we're still a month and a half away. Oh, yeah. From right. Royal Rumble. So mm-hmm. you can have what you're doing right now and have those seeds planted for what we're going to do in a month from now. Yeah. That the only, the only thing I'll say, and this maybe not necessarily a bad thing. Maybe it probably just shows the strength of how the storytelling is right now for the women's division. The champ is an afterthought. I mean, yep. she's just an absolute afterthought right now. I, I don't, on, on both she even shows, on the show? by the way, on both shows. Yeah. Well, Rhonda, you know, but yeah, yeah. I mean, like within the women's division on Raw, like uh, Bianca Belair is just kind of not really super relevant at the moment. I mean, they're all she's relevant in the sense that they're all fighting to fight her, but 
Other than that, she's had the belt for right. a long time. She will not have it through WrestleMania. Like at the latest, Bianca's right. dropping that belt at WrestleMania. At the latest. Yes. Uh, yeah. And and yeah. by the way, this yes, the women's division is on fire, and on raw, uh, and and we're we're probably headed toward a place within the next month where we're going to get Charlotte Flair back. All right, so they're going to add Charlotte Flair to the mix here. Um, I could tell you right now, I have no oh, yeah. interest in a Sasha Banks return. The, this 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 I mean, look, oh. she's great. We've talked well, about this. I, I didn't. Well, I, I didn't put it in big dirt, not a big dirt, but apparently she, cause, cause I know you, you, you're not the, you're not super high on Sasha at the moment. Um, I think she's going to new Japan, right? Let her, they're like, ho- they're like hosting her or she's going to be there or something, Let which her. is interesting. Okay. Let her, I mean, yeah, anyways, this, so. this, you know, between Becky and Rhea, Charlotte's going to return Bailey. Uh, Bianca could feel a little bit stale right now, but we all know she's great. They clearly got good stuff going on with, with Alexa Bliss, which we'll get to. That there, there's and and Nikki Cross has been hot also. Uh, and then on the other side of things, you know, you, you got Ronda, yeah. Shayna. I, I don't I don't need Sasha Banks. I just don't. And you know what? I'll tell you what also rubs me the wrong way, man. Is you got a lot of people out there who are clamoring for Sasha Banks, they're huge Sasha Banks fans. I like Sasha. I really like Sasha Banks. I, great I, wrestler. I, do. I genuinely She's a great do. wrestler. Yeah. A great wrestler. But you know what? She's yeah. been gone out of action. We don't really know what's going on there for the last, what are we talking, eight, ten months? Can Sasha Banks take a second and maybe address her fans and tell somebody who loves Sasha Banks for all these years what the fuck is going on? Yeah. That rubs me or, the wrong way, man. Or, uh, yeah, I listen, I get it. But uh, to play devil's advocate here, what if what we're just talking about that you love about AEW is just what they've been doing for a long time now with Sasha and and, and um, Naomi? Naomi. Um, what if they've just like this is all just building up to like a, a, like a crazy return? Maybe. What would you? I mean, may, maybe it's that, and they're just doing. I mean. By the way, she's everywhere. Like I see them, they're at they're at award shows and they're at basketball games and they're they're this and they're at that. Like they're always together, her and Naomi. And yeah. so it just strikes me as like there's something coming, but it's it, it has been a very long time since they left. They walked out. Um, I think a lot of people assume that once Triple H took over, that they would just immediately come back. Yeah, I don't know, but she's. I really like her. I would love to see her with with how good the women's division is right now. I would love to see her part of it because she is that good. But yeah, I, I get where you're coming from. I mean, it's frustrating. I love. Uh, I love everything going on with Rhea Ripley right now. I mean, she is just such a monster star. And and I'll mention this real quick. Also, um, you know, Dominic Mysterio fought Akira Tozawa, who clearly they're changing from the comedy gimmick and they're just saying, hey, listen, this guy's a good wrestler. Let's put him on TV every once in a while, which is cool. Um, you had Dominic and, and Akira Tozawa. Uh, I don't thank care. you for bringing that. Thank, by the way, th- th- thank you for bringing that up because I, I wanted to mention, I love Akira Tozawa. I think good he's wrestler. awesome. Yeah. I, I always actually liked, I like his comedy shtick too. I, I thought he was funny with the whole ninja thing and his chase for the 24 seven title rest in peace, 24 seven title. But I, I mean, I, I like curious as all. I like seeing him on TV. 
Mysterio, though, Dominic Mysterio and Judgment Day, you know, they're entering the ring for Dominic's match there against Tozawa. And I'm just thinking, I, I can't believe it from where they were to right now. This Judgment Day is so money. Like everything that they're doing right now. And Dominic is is a great chicken shit heel. And Rhea Ripley with this Judgment Day gimmick has turned into, I mean, I think she is so, so clearly going to be the biggest star of this women's division for many, many years to come. I can't believe Judgment Day has worked out the way that it has. And it's one of those deals where, yeah, sometimes you just got to give it a little bit of time, man. You know, like when Edge was out, even when Edge was still there, you didn't really know for sure. But then when Edge was out and they brought Finn Balance, like, and then Rhea was hurt. And it's like, we don't really mm-hmm. know if this is going to allow it. They tried it. It's not working. Let's move on. But no, you stuck with it. You give it a little bit of a chance. And and here we are. Like, th- that that faction is money, man. Yeah. And, and I will, I'll go as far as to say, we talk a lot about, like, what's going to, who, who's going to win the Rumble? Who is it? Who's it going to be for Roman at Mania? What's going to happen? Like, who's going to be the guy? Finn's Finn is that Finn could be that guy, man. Finn, like Judgment Day is so good, and Finn is so good, and and you got to feature them, yeah. And 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 Finn was the Universal Champion yep. once upon a time. Uh, you know, he was massive in NXT when Triple H was in charge of NXT. Like, I think he's a sleeper for potentially being a guy. It, it, maybe if it's not Mania, but just something with the Bloodline because Finn is that good too. Like it's almost lost because of how good Rhea yeah. is right now with yeah. them. But Finn is that good. And and he's been that good in this role. I think he's like sort of like completely reinvented himself again. And he's awesome. Like, yeah, everything they're doing is really good. So Bailey gets the pin. Rhea then beats the shit out of Asuka after the match. Rhea looks like a massive star. Bailey's going to advance next week and fight for the title. Uh, I mean, fight for the number one contender against the other women's triple threat, which was Alexa and Nikki Cross and Becky Lynch. I'll say something real quick about Nikki Cross here. This version of her is so much fun. I get it. They tried something else with her for a while. Okay, that's fine. But let's go back to Twisted Sister. And what she's doing right now is super fun. I think everyone digs it. And I also love that Alexa, Alexa wins this match. You get, uh, well, it's a damage control, puts Becky through a table and... Which, by the way, ties together. This, this, this. See, this is good storytelling. It tied together the beginning of the night to the end of the night. They bookended the the show with Becky and Damage Control. Becky interrupts at the very beginning of the show, and the end yeah. of the show, Damage Control puts Becky through the table. That's how the show ends. Alexa does yeah. uh, Twisted Bliss for the pin on Nikki, and I like that they. So Alexa wins this match. We know that we're headed toward the Bray Wyatt stuff. I love a slow burn. I love that it's taken a long time. But I also especially like that Alexa's got this big story now revolving around her because if in all honesty, between all of the women in WWE and maybe if you even include the men, she's probably the best like actress in WWE. She's really good. Yeah, She's really good. So to have her featured in this type of story, I dug that she got the win. Yeah, and I think actually I... I that's one of the things I was talking about that I couldn't have predicted before Raw started. I didn't yeah. think there was a chance she was winning that. And now I kind of think she's also going to win next week. I think it's going to be her. I mean, like, so next you week know, you mentioned Bailey and Alexa we, we, Bliss. Yeah. Right. And you mentioned like, there's a lot of time till Royal Rumble. We need mm-hmm. some like stories to hold us over. Yeah. 
I think Alexa Bliss is going to be the number one contender and she's going to do something with Bianca. They were teammates, they're friends. It's going to be like a friendly thing, but there's also like the, the, you know, like the looming thing of what, what, how does Bray and like, they're also remember the backstage interview that they did after war games where Alexa was like kind of checked out. Yep. Right. And she was like, Oh yeah, yeah. It was a good, good idea to get Becky. Like, there's still like that out there where was she like bitter that Bianca had to bring in Becky, like the whole. So I think it's actually now it kind of makes sense. Maybe I think it's. Well, and I would also say, I mean, Becky's going to cost Bailey the match next week. I mean, they cost Becky the the spot and you know, that's how, that's how they're going to get Bailey out of that spot while still looking strong. Becky's going to come and cost her and that's going to lead to the big feud or the big payoff with Becky and and Bailey. So yeah, I think Alexa Bliss is going to win next week. I think you're right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I like it. Anything else from Raw there? Those were my takeaways. I think those are the biggest stories. I just, uh, I, well, I can't we had the, we, we had, so we had um, tag titles. We had Riddle with special tag team partner, Kevin Owens. Oh, and Usos. Solo beat the and shit so, out of everybody. Solo beat the shit out of Riddle so bad he's off TV for six weeks. Six weeks. We're turning right before right. Royal Rumble. <laughs> but, but my, so first of all, obviously the Usos retain, right? Kevin Owens still involved in his stuff, but the Omaga tribute, right? Yeah. Uh, Solo does the thumb to the yeah. throat to as a tribute to Omaga. Awesome. I think probably probably passed a lot of people over. I don't know. I'm sure a lot of people. There's Omaga is a legend, but like it's a certain era. He was only around for a short yeah. amount of time, passed away. So it's like some people probably remember, some people don't. But I thought that was awesome. I also think like I don't know if Riddle is really hurt or he they just need a time off, but the the spot where he folded him up in the chair with the Rikishi like ass slam thing that he does in the corner and Riddle was like in the chair, that looked really bad. Like when I saw that happen, I'm like, he may actually be hurt. That looked gnarly. But but it was good. I like that they're giving solo like that that yeah. moment to be the feature, to be the badass and like really get some shine there. So let's um, talk about solo at the start of SmackDown last night, because but, the, the opening of SmackDown yesterday, you got the Usos versus the brawling. We, we, Zaz, Zaz, sorry. I, I don't mean to interrupt, but are we just not going to talk about JBL's poker invitational? Are we just going to oh gloss God, over? I don't it? care, but I mean, I mean, you, you like it because they've been playing so much poker. Well, first of all, it keeps the streak alive um, for a full month of poker on WWE programming. But also, it's like the best and the worst of WWE all together. <laughs> like it's it's the worst because it's like so absurd. But it's also the best because it's so absurd. Like the, to me, it's like everything about it was so crazy. It was like watching. It's like when you watch a movie that you're like, you know, it's all. It's like Sharknado, right? It's so bad that it's good. That's that's like what my takeaway was from the poker tournament. Um, are, but it, it was crazy. Are you uh, <laughs> are you still skeptical? Of solo, okay. Uh, Usos and Brawling Brutes was a great match. Yeah. It ends with uh, you know, the Usos, they get some help from the outside, from Sammy, from Solo. Uh, are you still skeptical of Solo? Because I, you know, it wasn't just you, the internet was doing the thing also over the last couple of weeks that why doesn't he wear the colors? Why doesn't he put the one up? He doesn't want to stance and celebrate. I mean, his name is Solo. His name is Solo. Mm, all right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Are you are you still skeptical of Solo Sukoa? A little bit. 
I mean, I, he still doesn't put the one up. He still, yep. he still has his arms crossed. Um, and all that, and again, all of the stuff that he did on Raw um, to Riddle was after the match. It was done. He took it upon himself to do that. Like the, everyone was gone, and he was by, by himself. Um, so, in in a way, yeah, a little bit. I, I think right. that I think there's something there. I, I don't know. It, it's probably pretty far off, but I think it leaves the door open to him potentially. Uh, doing something I, I don't know but but yes a kind of but maybe not as much but kind of yes tell you what I, i've said this before butch butch just works man i dig butch he's a star I, he's it's a star. it's like this role it's another one just like with judgment day give it a chance some of these wrestlers they're 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 so good at what they do let them work it out let them find their place let them just let let the story or or the character develop a little bit Butch yeah. works, man. It's a good spot for him with Sheamus. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I mean, I think part of the, you know, I, I think like when, if you're an NXT fan, you're a hardcore, like if you're an NXT, like Pete Dunn era NXT fan, you're a pretty hardcore wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. And you know how it is. Like a lot of times the, 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 the most hardcore people are the loudest, but they're also like a small like faction of who's actually watching. And I think a lot of the issue with, with Butch was just that his name was Butch and people were like, why can't we just call this guy Pete Dunn? Well, I sent out uh, a tweet right after he debuted as Butch. And all my tweet said was, I'm not calling him Butch. <laughs> I, I, I felt the same way. I was like, what is this? What are we doing here? Um, but man, I'll tell it you works. what, Butch is, Butch is a great name for what he is. And I'm cool with it. Um, yep. But he's, yeah, he's really, I mean, shout out to Seamus in all of this because, like, he's just made those guys great as, like, their leader. But, but yeah, Butch is, Butch is, Butch is cool, man. I really like him. There wasn't a whole lot else on SmackDown that I loved, but there are a couple things that I want to mention. Got some LA Knight action. Oh, yeah. Okay. So so the LA Knight Bray Wyatt stuff was great. He's, he's uh, trying to crack a cold case up there and he showed you. So Uncle Howdy (laughs) is in the background there. Uh, So, yeah, they're stretching out the LA Knight Bray Wyatt stuff, which is exactly what they should do because I really think they found something that totally works. Like that's a story that you could spread out a little bit. And you and I are both on the same page when it comes to LA Knights. I just, I want to see him on the microphone every single day. Well, let me ask you. So LA Knights making this case. That it's clearly Bray, right? Clearly, clearly. clearly. I mean, who else could that be? He, that's clearly Bray. What do you think? Like, it's who not, is this? Right? Yeah, it's not Bray. It's, but it's also not Uncle Howdy. It's not Uncle Howdy. That's a different mask. Now, wasn't that that was the mask that Bray Wyatt redebuted in? Right? That was the White Rabbit mask, isn't it? Um. Oh yeah. I guess. I, I guess think it. I think it was. I think it was. So yeah. it's not Uncle Howdy, but. That tells you it could be Bray Wyatt's because that was the Mm. White Rabbit mask. I don't know. I mean, I got to be honest, man. I hope it's just not like a fiend thing where this is just the 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 like the like Bray puts on a mask and now he's a bad guy. Like I I hope it's not that. (laughs) Me too. Because that's it's just like it's too it's too similar. It's just not. I I just I hope it's someone else that is going to be with Bray and is you know. But I don't know. Whatever, as long as LA Knight's involved, I'm down with it. The uh, the big theme of the show was Kurt Angle's birthday. Uh, 
a couple things I want to mention a good thing and a bad thing about obviously, you know, the end was fun. Okay, fine. You got the milk. Everybody loves that. Um, but, uh, a a fun thing that came out of this, they're doing their party and Jason Jordan drawing a picture world's best dad and hands it Kurt angle. That's funny. I enjoyed that. That's funny. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I think I think anytime you can call back to that storyline, that's funny, is good because again, so bad it's good. That is a yeah. perfect example. That storyline was that's one of funny. the worst in WWE history. So <laughs> the fact that they can make funny. fun of it is very, very good. That's yeah, funny. Very good. And now a bad part is so at the beginning of the night when Kurt Angle is walking in with Gable Stevenson, and they have the run in with Braun Strowman. Mm. Uh, Gable Stevenson is stiff as a board. I, yeah. I just like I know they have they have super high hopes for him, and clearly they're 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 trying to introduce him now as they want to make the Olympian thing a big deal as they should. Um, they're trying to give him that Kurt Angle rub, but uh, just from what I could tell so far, and you saw a little bit of character come out with the milk stuff at the end of the night, but like. That interaction right there with Braun Strowman early in the show, he is stiff as a board, Joey. Give me a little bit of character. Give me, give me some kind of personality. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I gotta say like, I look, this, this guy is obviously a, he's an incredible athlete. Um, but I think they may have missed the boat. Like, I, I think they missed like he, he, like how many, what percentage would you say? of people watching WWE television know that Gable Stevenson is a gold medalist in wrestling anymore. Like, yeah, but yeah, but you could have said they, the same it, thing about They should have debuted him. They should have such a long time. I mean, it was yeah. well, first of all, like with I think yes, that's true. Kurt Angle um and, but actually when Kurt Angle debuted, like they didn't people didn't like him, right? Like he was kind of also stiff. That was the whole thing. Like he was like like kind of like the like the all American, like, but you were able to see, but Kurt clearly had a lot of personality. I'm, I don't think this Gable Stevenson has, has, uh, 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 any, anything remotely. Yeah. I don't know. I I genuinely don't, I I genuinely don't really know. And I, and I've, I've heard him, he's been on Ariel Hawani's show or he's Ariel Hawani's interviewed him and I've, I've heard him talk and it seems like he has some personality, but they have not really done anything to showcase it yet. I think he's still in school. I think technically he's under an NIL with WWE. Okay. All right. We'll see. I mean, they, I, I, I I, I've been hearing his name for a couple of years now. It's like they've, they've yeah, they're teased. big on him. I mean, they yeah, yeah, they've been pumping him up. Yeah, they've teased several times. This guy's the next big thing, and then they don't quite pull the trigger. You know. Yeah. Anyway, um, one more yeah. thing before I get to the the final story here, I just want to mention uh, Legado del Fantasma. It's my favorite entrance theme right now. Oh man, they they got a great entrance song. They're cool. Yeah, they are very cool. So I'm into the things that they're doing right now. Zelina Vega looks like a million bucks. Uh, I like Legado de Fantasma. And uh, and finally though, what are we getting next week in Chicago? So you get the Bloodline. They're doing their promo in the back. Solo and Jimmy they go off to do whatever they're doing. Jimmy tells Sammy to wait. Hold up. Hold up. Yo, you know the tribal chief is coming to Chicago next week. Why don't yeah. you trim up your beard and your hair because he's got something planned for you? Uh, what do we got going on next week? The only thing that I could actually think of is: Are they going to? Are they going to actually make him an official USO? 
I thought that was already the thing. Right? I thought, I thought so that already, too. But I guess maybe not because you know Roman hasn't actually been on TV since War Games, right? So maybe now because he's coming back, now it's official. Yeah, because they've kind of like referenced like after War Games, they they've referenced a few times on TV like he's officially an USA, like he's yeah. officially on he's officially a member of the of the family. But I guess now that the tribal chief is actually going to be back. Now it's real because he's, he's become a made man. man. That's what we got. Yeah. Hopefully, it's not like Joe Pesci and Goodfellas. He thinks he's gonna be a made man. He walks yeah. into the room, a you know, gun to the back of the head. You know, well, it probably will be at some point, but not yet. So, so <laughs> um, yeah, so that that's the big lead up then to next week. And we also learned that John Cena yeah. is returning, uh, for the last SmackDown, yeah. uh, which is in Tampa, by the way. It's uh, it's it's here in Florida. It's in Tampa that John Cena show December thirtieth. Mm. Smackdowns. I, I, I wouldn't I, mind seeing. I wouldn't mind seeing some Cena. I actually went and I looked up what. It's so funny the difference between Tampa as a wrestling town, and I guess because I mean, listen, that Central Florida area is super hot for pro wrestling, and Miami. Uh, I think our pro wrestling live crowd sucks here in Miami. Uh, yeah. it it never That's sells. Not, shock- well. not shocking to me, but yeah, it yeah. never sells well. And I looked up in Tampa what the tickets were for SmackDown. There are, there's they sell the upper deck and there's hardly a seat left. It's almost sold out. The entire building wow. for SmackDown in Tampa. Wow. Like that's a that's good wrestling crowd awesome. there. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. So yeah, anyway. that's really, really cool. That's awesome. Uh you got anything um, else on WWE this yeah. week before we get to Big Dirt or not Big Dirt? I mean, there was a few small I mean, a few things on SmackDown. Um, I mean, we had the we had the uh you know, the Ronda stuff. Right, yeah. the attack Shotzi outside the arena, and right. they Raquel Rodriguez and the, the Ronda stuff. We, I guess, Karrion Cross is doing something with Rey Mysterio. Um, I like yeah. that actually. I dig it. I like it. Yeah. I thought Karrion um, Cross the promo yeah. was good, talking about putting down a dead, you know, putting down the horse. I yeah. liked it. I was into it. And then, um, and then, I mean, you, you had the continued build with, uh, you know, Ricochet and Go- and Gunther. They've really done a great job of rehabbing Ricochet. You know, I think they've done a nice job with him over the last month or so, whatever. Like he's, 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 he's a big time player now. I like it. And, and also kind of like continuing like, like, like new day and, and Imperium, like, uh, cause they came out and they like helped. Yeah. uh, Ricochet. Imperium. Yeah. 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 I think that was, I think that's all. I think that was it. Yeah. All right, cool. Let's do it, man. Let's do some Big Dirt or not Big Dirt. Let's get to it. What do you got for us this week? All right, well, I guess, I mean, since we didn't really talk about uh, Ronda much, I'll start there. Uh, Last night, in the hours leading up to SmackDown, and I I think during SmackDown, hashtag Fire Ronda Rousey was trending. Um, And apparently this is a a hashtag that has trended many times for Ronda. Uh, big dirt, not a big dirt. Everyone hates Ronda Rousey. Like genuine yeah, hate. I'm going not big dirt. I noticed this last week too. This is two weeks in a row. Fire Ronda Rousey was trending. Uh, this is not big dirt because they're not going to fire Ronda Rousey. But if anything, I like it because uh, let her get mad. Let, let, let her. Can she try and convince the fan that she gives a shit at all about pro wrestling? Because right now I watch Ronda Rousey. Rousey. I don't think she gives a shit about anything but that paycheck that's coming in. So good. Let let them work fire Ronda Rousey into storyline. Let it make her mad. Yeah. We, we know she's, in reality, she's super sensitive. All right? So good. Let yeah. her get super sensitive about this kind of stuff. But I'm going not Big Dirt because, I mean, they're obviously not going to fire Right. Fair enough. Um, I mentioned uh, Solo's 
uh, tribute to Umaga. Right. We found out that Umaga's son is now training. Zilla Fatu is now training with Booker T at in his Reality of Wrestling school, which to me it means maybe that it sounds like we got bloodline for the next twenty years. Uh, big deal, big dirt, not big dirt. Umaga's yeah. potentially keeping the bloodline going here. I'm going big dirt. I'm going big dirt. Let's expedite the training here. Let's get yeah. as many members of the bloodline as possible. I like it. Yeah, yeah you got to have them. The elders, the elders. It's, it's, it's really not about how well Booker T trains him. It's really about when do the elders yeah. want to send When the elders Zillow tell Fatu. King Booker that yeah. he's ready, time. that's when he's right. ready. When will they send him? So that, that's it's really more about that. Like he can train all, he can train as much as he needs to. The yep. elders will make that call. Yep. Um, so this Oscar, there, there's stuff going on with Oscar right now. So pre-Raw, she put out like a series of tweets, um, basically like teasing a, a heel turn. Good. But it's like, um, so I, I guess in Japan she had like this character that was like kind of like had like face paint like the joker and she was like really like a dark like character Good. and she put out like all these these tweets like like telling people like like when people were like talking about the triple threat match like don't root for me like i'm not the one don't i i don't need to win like i'm not supposed to win she wrote she had tweeted the world is full of shit goodbye cruel world Disowned may you be forever. Abandoned may you be forever. Destroyed be forever. All the bonds of nature. There's like a just like a bunch of like dark, like kind of like sinister tweets from her. Good. Uh, this was before Raw, teasing like I guess a big character shift in a heel turn from her. Big dirt, not a big dirt. I'm Asuka. going big dirt because I love Oscar, but I also I, I liked you know NXT Oscar so much better than this version of WWE Oscar dancing around uh, the joking and nah I, I wanted to go back to being you know the woman who never lost in NXT so yeah. I'm going big dirt yeah, yeah she, I, I I like I just like Oscar I, I will miss her you know getting in the ring and just rambling and screaming in Japanese like that's one of my favorite things that she's ever done like I, I just love it especially when like her and EO are just like yelling at each other or like when Kyrie Sane was still in WWE mm-hmm. and they would just cut promos completely in Japanese. Yep. And he had no fucking clue what was happening. That's one of my favorite things, but alas, I mean, she'll be a great hero. All right, these last two, I, I don't even know which one to do first because they're both awesome. Like these are two awesome stories, but let's start with the biggest day in combat sports in a while, right? There's just so much going on. Yep. UFC 282 tonight. MJF tweeted at Patty the Batty, see you in Vegas. MJF reportedly going to be at UFC 282 tonight. To What what does that mean? Is he going to continue? Is he going to try to get, like, where are his seats? Is Dana going to put him near the ring? Like, remember, I don't know if you remember this. Years ago, Undertaker was yeah, cage side for yeah. the Brock fight. And when Brock walked by, they looked at each other and Taker was like, let's do this. Yep. Let's do this. Um, sort of teasing that Brock would be there. Uh, is there a chance that MJF, like Big Dirt, not Big Dirt, you know, MJF's going to be at UFC 282 to, I guess, potentially, whether it's Tony Khan related or not, continue this uh, Twitter beef that he has with Patty Pimlet. Patty I'm going. Batty. I'm going Big Dirt 
Uh, but also, I'm looking forward to, is he going to wear the belt? Because WWE superstars are there often enough, but I don't ever remember the WWE champion being at a UFC belt. So is MJF going to wear the belt to that show tonight? I'm really interested in that. I I don't know, but I will say this, like, there are there is a big crossover between UFC and WWE fans, but the, the people that go to the events, they're gonna they're gonna bury him. like they're gonna shit on him. If he's, well, yeah, because he, here's wearing, the way I see if he's it. wearing the belt, they're gonna shit on him. It's, it's more likely. Be, I mean, it'll be funny. But. Yeah, it's more likely a WWE fan, a pro wrestling fan, is a UFC fan than it is the UFC fan is a pro wrestling fan. I think there's more crossover the first way that I said it than the second. And you're right. You're going to have a lot of people at the show tonight. They're like, that belt's bullshit. What are you doing? So I'm 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 really interested if he wears the belt. Yeah, and and the funny thing about that crossover, and then I'll I'll go to the last topic real quick, um, is that if if you're really a UFC fan, part of what people love about UFC now is totally WWE. I mean, yeah. And what everyone loves about UFC now is the shit talking, the yeah. promos, and all that. And like, that didn't always happen. Like, Chael Sonnen is the greatest promo in the history of mixed martial arts. He was really one of the first guys to like make it cool to do that in UFC. But now it's everybody. It's all shit talking. It's all promo. Yep. You like, you don't even really have to be up in the rankings if you're a good talker. Dana's going to put you in a big fight. So. It's funny that a UFC fan wouldn't like WWE because it's kind of like the same shit that you're enjoying. It's like the, the entertainment factor. All right, last thing. So uh, I don't know if you watch Young Rock. I but... don't. I, I I have it saved. I don't. I will. Wonder. Okay. So this so Young Rock takes place in the future. Yeah. In like 2032, he's whatever. Yeah, I get it. Um, this past week, they were in his house, and there's a shot of all of his title belts. Right, in the middle, universal title. Wow, blue SmackDown universal title on Young Rock. Supposed to be ten years in the future. Big dirt, not a big dirt. That is big. Is Young Rock teasing the Rock winning the universal title? Well, I do remember remember the one in season one. In season one, yeah, they had Young Roman Reigns. Yep, and and he looked straight at the camera like he was trying to get the adults' attention. They were ignoring him, and he looked right at the camera, and he yelled, acknowledge me. Yeah. Uh, All right, so if there is a title belt there, it could be one. It could be product placement from WWE where it's, hey, let's let's put the updated belt in there. We we want it. You know, that's that's all it could be. But it could also be what I want to believe is foreshadowing. And so uh, that's very big dirt. I did not know that. That is really good stuff. I like it. I like it. Yeah, shout out to a buddy that I work with who pointed it out to me because I didn't notice it either. But yeah, apparently uh, they may be teasing something. So that's yeah, big stuff. dirt, big dirt. All right, that's another edition of Big Dirt, not Big Dirt. Excellent job this week, Joey. Uh, I'm looking forward to next week. We'll obviously have a lot to catch up on, especially if anything interesting happens on NXT Deadline today. And again, hey, make sure you like, you rate, you comment, download, subscribe, all that good stuff. Zazlow Show 2.0, and it's still real, real to me. You got anything else real quick, Joey? No, sir. Good stuff. We'll talk to you next week. Talk to you next week. See you guys.
Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six-packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. You know, when my wife and I became homeowners, I mean, keeping the Zaslow Mansion safe, that's not an easy task unless you call Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. If you're looking for affordable care that offers the best coverage for your home, your motorcycle, your car, your boat, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, their team has the expertise and experience to find the right coverage for you, including comprehensive policies for both trailers and motorhomes. Let their team help you learn more about your policy options so you can make an informed decision that's not going to keep you up at night. Bruntinsurance.com. When it comes to home, renters, and condo insurance, your options, hey, it, it, it can be dizzying. Don't worry, they specialize in making the confusing crystal clear with their fully licensed team helping you along every step of the way. Bruntinsurance.com, 954 589 2204.